I sat at the Starbucks, coffee aroma thick in the air, the buzz of conversation around me, and waited for her to come in. The Smiths, one of my favorite 80s bands, played in the background as I sipped my caramel macchiato and glanced out the front window. People walked up and down the 16th Street Mall, Denver's urban heartbeat, enjoying the warmth of an early afternoon in late July. Promptly at one, she walked through the door. She definitely did not look like a femme fatale. That was my first thought. She was rather plain, with a round face, long nose, and thin mouth, no makeup, straight strawberry blonde hair that flowed over her shoulders, no aura of danger about her either. What might I be getting into? That was my second thought. Her eyes roved around the room and alighted on me. She strode purposefully over to my table. Reed Ferguson? Her voice was deep but surprisingly pleasant. I stood up. Jody Lundgren? I shook her hand. I'm so glad you agreed to meet with me, she said as she pulled out a chair, then slumped down on it. She let out a sigh with the weight of the world in it. The big detective agencies won't work with me. I'm really not sure I'm the right person, I said, taking a sip of my macchiato. And yes, I'm a detective. Or, as Magnum P.I. would say, a private investigator. She eyed me. Is it because of where I work? No. That was a lie. Jody worked at a medical marijuana dispensary, and I admit my reservation came in part out of assumptions that she would be the stereotypical stoner, scraggly, spaced out, and not able to focus. But, besides looking a bit stressed out, she was nothing like my assumptions. She held up a hand. I know what you're thinking. I work at a weed store, so I must be stoned out of my mind all the time, can't work a lick, and have no motivation. Nothing could be further from the truth. I'm a hard-working businesswoman, and believe it or not, I sell it. I don't smoke it. Man, I hoped I wasn't blushing. When I called you the other day, she continued, I wanted to keep the marijuana stuff secret. You'd be surprised how complicated working in a weed store can be. I'll bet people get lit up about it, I agreed. My pun got a wan smile out of her. It was true, too. Since Colorado had legalized recreational marijuana use, people were lighting up in record numbers. Legalization had also created a lot of issues around enforcement, crime, taxes, and more. Opinions about marijuana use were polarized, and Colorado had become the butt of jokes, pun intended. Why don't you tell me what's going on, I said. Jody had called me a couple of days ago and asked for my help. She'd told me she was worried about some fishy things going on where she worked. Of course, I'd asked her where that was. She'd hemmed and hawed about it, then finally admitted that she worked at Blue Light, a medical marijuana dispensary that had recently begun selling recreational marijuana as well. I'm not a prude, and I'd tried marijuana in the past, but I wasn't sure I'd wanted this. There were too many unknowns surrounding the legality of marijuana. But she'd persisted, asking that I meet with her to talk, and I'd relented. 
Like my cinematic hero, Humphrey Bogart, I was a sucker for the damsel in distress. Since I'd given up my office a while back, I agreed to meet her at Starbucks. I own Blue Light with my brother Jude, she began. Jude and Jody, how quaint, I thought. And she didn't just work at Blue Light, she was part owner. She hadn't told me that before. Jude put up most of the money, draining his 401k and other investments, but I've got a small percentage. He's the CEO. He runs most of the business side, the accounting, the growing facility, and so on. I'm in charge of one of the stores. I cocked an eyebrow. One of the stores? We have four small dispensaries around the metro area and a warehouse that's divided into two sections where we grow the plants and have a small lab for research. Research?